Temple Geek Talkcast, episode 74, is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash Talkcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. I'm Daniel. I'm Chelsea. I'm Katie. And you're listening to the Temple of Geek Podcast. This show is designed to analyze pop culture for your entertainment. This week, I've got to ask, why hasn't Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry been brought up on child endangerment charges? <laughs> I could definitely talk about this. Why are y'all laughing? It's, it's, it's a serious matter. <laughs> No, it is. It's very serious. I was talking about this yesterday. That school <laughs> has almost killed, like, all of the students that ever attended. <laughs> My bad. Phone, phone off, Katie. Did, did Harry Potter just transport it into your office? Yes, he did. <laughs> Harry's pissed. <laughs> He's like, are you talking about me? <laughs> So, in all seriousness, why hasn't the school been brought up on charges? I mean, let's look at the facts. They had a war at the school. Yes. People Two. died. <laughs> Lots of people died. Several times. Several times. Not just, like, during the war. I mean, people started dying at that school starting, like, book book four. And then even way before that, before, like, we even got into... You know, the series actually started, so, like, prior to this show starting, Moaning Myrtle, she didn't become a ghost just by poof becoming a ghost. <laughs> she was killed at the school. I mean, the, the school has to get a pretty good defense attorney. I mean, they need, they need to start looking into hiring Matt Murdock. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I, know I mean, you got, you got to think, like, who's uh, upholding, you know, their rules. Because no one knows about him. Well, it's the magic community. So... Mm-hmm. Clearly, they just don't care. <laughs> no, but my thing totally is is that you have students at that school that were muggle-born. So you have a bunch of kids who don't have magical parents who had never heard of magic before until they started, you know, making things disappear or appear or poof, they're in one location and then they're in another. So these parents are sending their kids off to this magical school. You would think that the muggle parents would be the ones that would be like, uh, excuse me, my child almost died during the Triwizard Cup tournament. Yeah. <laughs> I would have yanked my kid out of school. What do you mean the Dark Lord is back? The person who killed a bunch of people 11, 12 years prior to this. And you want my kid to go to some magical school? Yeah, No. <laughs> let's talk about the Triwizard Cup this was (laughs) this was a kind of like what I guess I don't know how you how would you compare it to like in school like like a triathlon or whatnot for for students to compete against each other I mean yeah so you have this like dangerous tournament that they participated in and, like, Harry was, what, the youngest that has ever participated or something to that effect? Cause well, they put a, an age limit on it, saying that nobody under the age of, I think it's 16, 
could compete because Fred and George were really upset that they couldn't compete. So they had put an age limit because people have died before during this tournament, which is why they put this age limit on it. And then somebody put Harry's name in the goblet. Like somebody that was not Harry put his name in the goblet. Otherwise he wouldn't have been able to compete because he's clearly not old enough. Clearly. Yeah. It's okay for 16 year olds to die, but not not 14 year olds. They're older. They're older. <laughs> and on top of that, there's no, once your name is pulled, there's no backing out. So even though Harry's name was pulled from the goblet and he wasn't old enough based on the rules and the guidelines, they couldn't remove him from the tournament because they tried. Even McGonagall was like, he's just a boy. Nope. Nope. That, that <laughs> rule trumps all. So but Harry, did you put your name in the goblet of fire? He asked calmly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, okay. So besides all that, I mean, 16 year old kids, their first task is to still an egg from a nesting dragon. Yes. <laughs> Using magic. So yes. let's, let's put our kids that, you know, we're, we're, we're trusting to go to this school and learn, get an education. Let's, let's send them off to a cave somewhere and, you know, retrieve a, an egg from a, you know, a beast that could probably eat them in one bite. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, who creates these rules? It's, I don't, I have no idea, but they've been doing the Triwizard Tournament for a long time, according to the book series. So it's not like they didn't know. The question I have is whether or not the tasks are different every time. So did somebody's just sitting there kind of like Hunger Games status and is like, oh, this is how we can kill some kids this time. And they're like, <laughs> dragons, mermaids. Yeah, the second one was, the second task was what, the maze. lake where he had to go underwater to retrieve Ron or something like that, right? Yeah, so they kidnapped their friends or or girlfriends or whatever. Kidnapped. And kidnapped, kidnapped them. And put, put them, them under underwater. a spell and underwater. So they're like just floating, free floating in the water with a magical spell that apparently they don't need to breathe underwater because, you know, that's so, that's so early, like so early 80s. Because, you know, this book takes place in the 90s. <laughs> And then they have to jump in the water, rescue these people, but they have to figure out a way that they have an hour to rescue these people. So they have to figure out a way to be able to breathe underwater for an hour. Yeah, what happens after that hour? Do does, does the people that they kidnapped just drown? They just drown. <laughs> just dead. Do you think this is all some sort of, like, survival of the fittest? Like, they want to weed out the weak wizards and, you know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, these kids died. I guess they were going to be great wizards anyway. They were like, oh, well, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't need Cedric anyway. Only the strongest wizards who can survive death can stay in our school. Exactly. Because, I mean, think about it. Hunger Games is not... It's not really like, oh, we want to see who's the best out of the districts. It's more of just like, we want to keep you people in line. And we're going to, you know, it's all gladiator status. Like, they just want to see people die. That, but Yeah. But this, it's more of like testing your skills and teaching you how to become better. So it's clearly like, we're going to weed out the weak people. <laughs> what if you have a super crappy teacher yeah, <laughs> because it's three different schools that are competing. It's Hogwarts, uh, Drumstang, and uh, Bo Battens. So, what if you have super? What if you had a super crappy defense against the dark arts teacher, or whoever would teach you the spells to or charms, like a bad charms teacher? 
you could you're gonna die. die. You're gonna, you would, die. you're gonna die. You're gonna die. What if you didn't know how to fight a dragon? None of them unless, know how to fight a dragon. Unless you were a really great wizard, and then you would come out on top. Which <laughs> Harry just came out on top by default because Cedric died. Like he he wasn't the greatest wizard. <laughs> Who notifies their parents? <laughs> right? Did they just send him like they send him a letter in the mail? They were like, "We are like, we are so sorry, your child." died today your child it's- died doing what he loved fighting a dragon <laughs> <laughs> that's why it feels so bad for cedric's dad because they pop up back at the end of the competition and cedric is just dead laying there and everybody's clapping and getting really excited and we're like nah man no man he did like he's dead yeah but that's what they want to see they want to see that death and destruction so you know because they're used to that at the school but you know, what happens if they bring in, like, a local school from, like, I don't know, New York City and brought him into this Triwizard Cup? <laughs> <laughs> no. They'd, they'd all die. No. I mean, it's just, we could go on and on. How about how about we go all the way back to book one, to Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, where Dumbledore stands up there on the first day of school during the the feast and tells people that the forbidden forest is off limits do not go there do not go out there there's stuff out there that could kill you and then harry ron hermione and draco get in trouble for going outside after hours and guess where their detention is the forbidden forbidden force yeah oh you're gonna go with hagrid to go find out like who's killing the unicorns that's a great detention oh and let's split up but here's a pup like a dog here's fang take this giant dog with you he'll protect you no there's a dude eating unicorns man no no what who makes up the rules at this school like who does this so are the wizards like normal citizens of the united states or united kingdom i guess it would be in this book um are are, are they just regular citizens like you know do they have birth certificates and things like that are they tracked by the government? I feel like they are. Like, they have to figure out a way to... A lot of them have to live among the muggles. Okay. So they have to find a way to kind of assimilate in. But some uh, wizards, kind of like the the Lovegoods and the Weasleys, live in communities that are mostly made up of wizards. Okay, so if they're being tracked by their you know government like we are with, you know, social security cards or whatever. I don't know what they have over there in the United Kingdom. And they have to enroll in school as children. So are, does the government know what school they're going to? Well, they do know that the the Minister of Magic and the Prime Minister of the UK, of England, for instance, he does know that magic exists. Okay. So they do know that this community does exist within their own general community. So I feel like they know, but also don't know. So the government, prime minister, whatnot, is okay with their citizens' children going to the school and possibly only 30% of them coming back alive. I kind of feel like he doesn't really have much of a choice in the matter because I think it's in book six at the beginning. There's a part where they, where the prime minister, they elected a new prime minister and the new minister of magic kind of pops in and introduces himself. 
for the first time, and <laughs> it's this shock of, what do you mean magic's real? What do you mean you're coming here to tell me about some super dark lord is back from the dead? What do you mean my son's a witch and he's going to your school and he might die? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all of that. And it's not just that the wizard community is at risk, too, because when you have Voldemort, he was killing muggles, too. Because lots of stuff happened throughout uh, when he came back into power. There were, uh, you know, bridge collapses, crazy weather, all kinds of stuff. Muggles were dying left and right, too. And how do you explain that? Voldemort. On top of explaining. Well, I mean, name when Voldemort not be doesn't mentioned. exist, <laughs> you should not be named. Like, how do you explain all of that? It's not just, do do normal citizens get to sue the wizarding community? Because, you know, my son died while walking across a bridge that your Dark Lord destroyed. So He's not your Dark how... Lord, he's our Dark Lord. <laughs> oh, ow. <laughs> it's, not, it's not your pizza, it's our pizza, right? So let's talk about the Dark Lord, or the name that shall not be mentioned. Um, he has a grudge with a 16-year-old kid because, you know, Mommy and Daddy protected him from dying back in the day. Um, so yes. he's, he's basically starting a war at a school yes. to kill this kid. Who's not even at the school at the time, by the way. Continue. <laughs> does does no one see the problem with this? I mean, let's say you have a children that attend that school, and they come home one day and they say, "Mommy, mommy, Dark Lord came to the school today and started battling everybody." What would you do? What would be your first initial reaction? Who the hell's the Dark Lord, and why is he at your school battling people? <laughs> do do they send a note home with the student? Like, they send notes home. It's kind of like, you know, like when they send your kid home from kindergarten with, like, the note safety pin to their back. Like, yes. for parent-teacher. How do they do parent-teacher conferences? No? Do they not do those? They just appear no. in the home. Yeah, just, <laughs> they just drop in via the flu network. And they're like, hello, we need to have a discussion about your child. How did you get here? <laughs> what are you doing in my living room? Why are you in my fireplace? No, that's totally serious. Like, how do you explain to the muggle parents that your child was attending a school that was attacked by a dark army? Attacked by a terrorist group. A terrorist I guess, organization. I guess it's like when one kid bites another and they say, oh, so-and-so was bit by <laughs> this person. <laughs> sorry, sorry, your child was attacked by the dark world today. <laughs> Oh, and speaking of biting, like, how do you explain to a parent that not only was their school attacked by a dark army, but they also happened to have a werewolf with them, Farrier Greyback, who bit your child, who's now going to be a werewolf? How, like, on night on nights where there's a full moon, he might get a little furry and have a taste for raw meat. Might want to lock him in a cellar. <laughs> like, how do you explain that? Your, your child is now a werewolf. Here are some instructions. <laughs> Dear parent or guardian, due to some unfortunate events with the Battle of the Dark Lord, your son Timmy will not be coming home ever. <laughs> <laughs> right? How do you... How, so sorry. How do you explain this to the, these parents that this is happening? Like, how... They must have the best team of, like, magical lawyers ever. 
they who probably, understand muggle laws. They probably cast a spell to make muggles forget. <laughs> well, they do. They have memory That's charms. True. So, like, I mean... I could have swore I had a child. <laughs> so that is so sad because Hermione cast that spell on her parents to make mm-hmm. them forget her. So they wouldn't they wouldn't be in trouble that the Dark Lord and his little dark army couldn't find them and they went to like Australia or something. That must be what they have to do, because there's no way that they could get away with this for so long. So are we Seriously? saying that that's the defense? Is that, that the the Ministry of Wizardry or whatever you call it casts this giant spell on England to make these parents forget that they had these kids that were in this war? <laughs> well, maybe they only do it if they get upset. Because, I mean, I feel like the the wizard families... Would be like, oh well, that's what you get. I had well, to go no, through that no, when got, I went to school. You got to think about it though. They have to. They have. They have to put the spell on everybody because your neighbor will be like, "Hey, where's Timmy?" And they'll be like, "Who the hell's Timmy?" Just like he died. I just. Do you think that the Muggle parents, like when they're child, I can't. I can't remember if they talk about this because Hermione, for instance, she was Muggle born, so both of her parents, like her dad's a dentist and her mom is, um, or both her parents are dentists, I think. And so they good to go with her to the magical world because we see, I think, in the second one that Mr. Weasley is talking to Hermione's parents. So it's not like they can't experience the world of magic. But do you think they, like, take all the muggle parents over to, like, a instruction class? Like, meet us at this location for student orientation. And they give him, like, this packet and make him make me sign a form that says your child could die. And your child may be maimed, not liable. Murdered. Burned, <laughs> eaten by a dragon, eaten by a dragon, <laughs> turned into petrified, a werewolf, petrified by a basilisk, murdered while they sit on the toilet. You know, Drowned, anything. Stabbed with a sword, <laughs> struck by lightning. It, they must. I mean, <laughs> crushed by the whomping willow. I mean, there's a number of that school is so beyond dangerous. Like, if you want your son or daughter to attend here, please sign on the dotted line. They'd be like, Woo-hoo, get rid of Timmy. They probably have that. Like, I mean, obviously the Drewsleys didn't care about what happened to Harry because they didn't want him in the first place. So they would have happily signed that on that That is not true. Line. That was a loving family. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> sleep under this, in this cupboard under the stairs. It's totally fine. Uh, but they did love him. They gave him Dudley's extra bedroom. Yeah. They did. They loved him so much. Put bars on his window. 20 deadbolts. He's not getting out of this room, even though he could just, like, alohomora, like, all the locks and just yes. leave. Or he could just teleport. He didn't learn how to operate till later. So, I guess in summary, <laughs> the school is a pretty dangerous <laughs> place. Um, would you want your t- kids to attend that school? I mean, would you want them to go there for the fun and the excitement and for them to grow? Yes. <laughs> I totally send my kid to that school. Hell yeah. No, no, I'm good. (laughs) I want my child to live past 16. But I wonder if... Because this isn't really explained. I wonder if, say you are a muggle parent and your child starts to display magic. Right? Can you actually refuse to send your child to school? Because... Your child is going to start doing magical things and they want to keep the magical world 
secret from the muggle world. So do you think you have a choice or do they just like come in and you're like, no, I don't want my kid to go here. And then they just cast a spell for you to forget and take your child anyway. Is it really a secret, though, when you have the Dark Lord guy without a nose blowing up bridges and tearing down buildings and stuff? Yes. Like, the, I, I think it's also that they play on the thing that muggles don't believe things that they can't see or they try to interpret it in a different way because we see that with the Drusleys, uh in the first chapter of the first book when he's going around and he's hearing you know them t- uh weird people dressed weird he goes oh it must be some he starts to make reasons as to why all of the stuff is going on like seeing owls that maybe the owls are sick or he's seeing people running around in weird clothes like wizarding robes or bright colors and he's saying like oh it must be some sort of cult or some sort of party or gathering like he tries to make excuses for the things that he's seeing because he doesn't believe in magic even though he has a kid that lives in his house that came from magical parents and that his his wife is related to somebody that was part of the wizarding world so even Hmm. that that people just make excuses for things they don't understand so they can kind of play on that, even though like bridges are exploding or they're having weird weather. They're like, oh, it's global warming. I didn't mean to put quotes around global warming because global warming is real. Yes. Still <laughs> like, debatable. You know, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that there's something going on with, you know, with the weather patterns or it was faulty construction with the bridge or they meant to blow that bridge up. There just happened to be people commuting on it at the time whoops <laughs> we got our day <laughs> wrong <laughs> you know that they have a way to spin the media coverage of it so that people keep thinking that it's not real you know what i mean yeah yeah plus they didn't have twitter back then so no they did it because this is taking place in the early 90s so yeah. we didn't have the internet yes do you it's think they'd be having trouble now Oh, yeah. Keeping that secret. Oh, I think so, too. It's so funny because (laughs) I was telling Daniel about this, that there is a Tumblr account for a person who created uh, the IT person at Hogwarts. It's a muggle who runs the Wi-Fi and all the IT stuff for Hogwarts because you're going to have kids that are coming from the muggle world like now now where they're used to having access to the Internet, to Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Netflix. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to send them to this world where they still use freaking candles to light their way. And they live in this dark, dreary castle that has magical staircases that change. Mm-hmm. You think they might still want the internet. Yes. So there's this guy who runs this Tumblr account that where he's the IT person for Hogwarts. And it's the funniest thing. I can't remember what the name of the Tumblr account is, but it is so funny. Could you imagine, <laughs> since you brought up Twitter and social media. Mm-hmm. If during the great battle of Hogwarts, I was going to call it Hogwarts, um, you know, people <laughs> had their phones out and was like doing selfies and stuff with like Voldemort as he was slaying <laughs> kids. They're like standing, you know, and when in the big the big line when they think you know Harry's dead and Voldemort's like I have beat care I've killed Harry Potter and he's standing there like join me and they're like in these big two lines you think somebody's like off to the side like taking a selfie like, like hashtag <laughs> Harry's <selfie>? dead <laughs> hashtag Harry's dead hashtag Hagrid's carrying 
Harry, dead Harry Potter. Hashtag Battle of Hogwarts. Dark Lord didn't get me. <laughs> Hashtag still alive. Could you There's no way this? anyone can get away with anything. Oh, no. It just everything would be out on the internet. Do you think that like they'd have... I wonder what their Wi-Fi password would be at Hogwarts. Like their school Wi-Fi. Yeah. Be something stupid. But do you think they would allow Wi-Fi? If they are still using candles to light their way. Like, clearly electricity hasn't come into play. Do you think they're actually going to install Wi-Fi? Yeah, I was going to say, can you imagine the IT guy having to run the wires to that castle? Yeah. (laughs) He's like... (laughs) Have to get a masonry person to come in there and chisel out, like, grooves in the brick. (laughs) He starts walking up the stairs and it just starts shifting. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't have this. <laughs> I Probably. Need, I need to know where all the shifting points are so I know not to put cable there. <laughs> yeah. So it just doesn't go snap. I think they just scrap Wi-Fi altogether. Sorry, Probably. kids. Turn in your phones. <laughs> no cell phones allowed. Like when you come into school, you're like, give me your iPhones. They have like a stack of phones in Filch's office. That would be so awesome. Oh my gosh. So I mean they don't they send letters via owl. <laughs> they don't even like Exactly. Well now it's email. Postage. Now it's email and it's like a little picture of an owl. <laughs> on <the> email. <laughs> Instead okay. of email, it's owl mail. Owl mail, yeah. So I guess that's how they would get away with it is they just scrap Wi-Fi and phones all together. <laughs> probably. So we're in agreement that the school's pretty dangerous and that kids probably shouldn't be going there. Yes, yeah. it is dangerous. <laughs> it's it's absolutely ridiculous how dangerous that school really is. So it goes back to my original question, why hasn't the school been brought up on charges? <laughs> probably because they can make people just forget about them before they can even do it because even in the wizard wizard wizardry world wizardering wizard wizarding wizardering world you know wizarding world (laughs) even in that world you would think those parents would be like okay i'm holding the school liable because you know i sent my school there to learn about magic and you know some dickhead had a freaking battle with some kid with a lightning bolt in his head you know they should have took that grudge off of school property and did something somewhere else but you know instead my son's dead now so <clears throat> you would think that the wizard or wizard in wizarding world, that's wizarding. so hard to say no it's not <laughs> wizarding world would be upset with this i don't disagree with you no i'm told i totally agree with you that i feel as if this should have been a thing that maybe they have a wizarding boyering department or something like they have a legal department jurisdiction wizarding fema maybe (laughs) no why do they have wizarding fema do they we're gonna give you relief funds we're sorry that your son's dead here you go (laughs) i mean how do you explain to people that a that the dark lord went to Godric's Hollow, walked into this house, murdered two people, tried to kill a one and a half year old and blew up the house and then disappeared. And then you just leave the rubble of the house there, but you hide it with magic so that only wizards can see it. But we can't build here because, you know, 
it's a it's, it's, it's like a landmark. I can't get into this location for some reason. <laughs> I'm totally serious. I do know that they do cast uh, when they had the the Quidditch World Cup. Because they had this giant gathering of people out in this remote location where they built this huge stadium and they cast spells around it that cause uh, like muggle confusion so that if you walk towards that location, you kind of forget what you're doing and where you're going and turn around and go somewhere else. That's smart. Quidditch so, is another dangerous thing that the kids have to do. You know, they're flying hundreds of feet up in the air on a broomstick, <laughs> get knocked <laughs> off that broom and fall to their death. That reminds me of what Fred and George told Harry after he got onto the Quidditch team in the first book, because nobody that young has ever been put on a team in a long time because of how dangerous it really is. So let's, let's and they tell him. How young? No one, no one that young's ever played Quidditch. No one that young's ever participated in the Wizard Tri Cup. What, what's going on with that school? <laughs> I know. It, I think it's just Harry Potter because they tell him they're like, oh, nobody's died in years, but people do disappear, but always show up in a month or two is what he says. Well, what they should have done, you know, and this is what I would have hold the school responsible for. They should have expelled Harry Potter from the school. Seriously, he's clearly the trouble child. Yes. Harry there's, Potter apparently is the issue. There's um uh, there's like a meme or something going around of Professor McGonagall. I think it was on Tumblr, because you know like they assemble all those posts of like greatest posts made about Harry Potter or Tumblr knows Harry Potter better than everyone else. And there's something about like, oh I wonder what's going on at Hogwarts now and it says learning because Harry Potter doesn't go there anymore. <laughs> nah. Now they're getting an actual education. But I mean, Harry left too. He wasn't there at all at Hogwarts at all during uh, seven because he left after book six. So he didn't even. So he graduate. wasn't. At, no, technically no. Like he stopped going to Hogwarts even in the entirety of book seven, but Hogwarts was still overrun and. Well, even of- more dangerous because of the teachers that they hired because Snape was in charge and that they had the Caros there and stuff so they were like torturing kids and stuff <laughs> at the school like it's awful and the kids had to go into hiding in the room of requirement to keep from dying what kind of school is this sign my kids up <laughs> <laughs> I know and everyone still wants to go there I know that's just ugh. I would have gone there Horrible. Exactly. Horrible, horrible education system. (laughs) And this is the only education system that they provide for the wizarding children. And we wonder why they they still have people that want to take over the world. I got my education (laughs) at Hogwarts. (laughs) (laughs) And it it doesn't even start with Voldemort either. It goes all the way back because Grindelwald too was trying to take over the world because he wanted the, you know, the all-powerful wand and all this stuff. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. People die and kids die and you're just going to keep sending your kids. No big deal. September 1st, we're all headed to Platform 9 and 3 quarters to ship our kids off on a magical train <laughs> to a magical school. No big deal. That's like that's like the very first, first step in showing how dangerous that school is. You're going to make your kids run into a wall. Now, granted, you fly <laughs> through the wall. 
<laughs> Unless it's Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, and then that didn't work out so well for them. So, all right, kids, line up and run straight into that wall right there. <laughs> so you pop out magically on this other. What if you ran too fast? And you went through the wall and off the side of the platform the in, front of the train, in front of the train, the train tracks, in front of the train. Like I'm sure that's happened. Must have. We should write Miss about... uh, Rowlings and ask her if that actually happened at any time during the, <laughs> the issue. How about when Harry and Ron stole the Ford Ingla, the flying car, and flew it into the Whomping Willow? Why the hell do they have a tree on the campus that could crush you? Why? <laughs> Because it's an endangered species. <laughs> That's why it's so funny when Snape just starts yelling at Harry and Ron about the damage they did to a tree that's been on that campus for over a thousand years. And Harry looks at him like, the damage to the tree? Did you see what it almost did to us? It's like, the te- like especially Snape, just doesn't seem to care. He goes, no, that tree is precious to us. Look what you did to it. I'm like, uh, I almost died. Like, yeah multiple times and you're you're totally cool with this no big deal i'm sorry i should have sacrificed my life to make sure the tree was okay <laughs> that's fine no big deal the tree's fine you know it's old i guess and then they hired a werewolf as a teacher he was a teacher a werewolf and they also didn't know that a teacher that they had hired wasn't actually that teacher well we we, we see that hogwarts actually has a lot of problems that they probably need to fix before they, you know, get more students. Um, hopefully the new federal funding that was supplied to them <laughs> will correct <laughs> these issues. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if one day we wake up on the news and we see Hogwarts is brought up on trial for death and maiming, you know, the death and maiming of kids. So, <clears throat> but on that note, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Temple of the Geek podcast. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email info at templeofgeek.com. Also, why don't you head over to iTunes and Stitcher and rate our show? Those ratings really help us out. Until next time, I'm Daniel. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Katie. And we'll see you next time. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash templeofgeek. And remember to visit thetempleofgeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.